Welcome to the Normal Cast, where two guys talk about movies. I'm Matt. I'm Adam. Comic-Con happened. Yeah. Ah, so this it, it happened. This is the first time I've been away the whole weekend. Adam and I are just going to kind of talk about like all of our first like thoughts and reactions to all the stuff that happened at Comic-Con, with, of course, a huge focus being on the Marvel stuff because that's what we that's care the best part <laughs> that's what we care about the most and there's there's some trailers for other things that came out this weekend we'll talk about but there's lots of others we missed just because it's it's not our areas of expertise we don't have like huge opinions on it yeah. there's but yeah we're just gonna go into some of that i'll leave like a time code for when we start talking about the marvel because that'll be the majority portion of this but first we're just gonna run through the trailers that caught my eye in many different ways <laughs> this weekend First was just real quick the Witcher trailer for Netflix with Henry Cavill being the guy from the video games and the books. Yeah, I I'll be honest, I didn't know there were books, but in the trailer it said from best from the best selling book series. Uh, that's it. That was a me off guard as <laughs> that well. was a surprise to me, but that probably means it might actually be better because then it has more material to go off of. Because I heard it's I think it's more of like short stories almost, so like just individual oh, tales. Okay. So it's more like the legend of this guy. Which is yeah, and track record wise, books are normally adapted better than video games. Yes, <laughs> there has been one video game adaptation I liked, and that was the Pikachu movie, mm. Detective Pikachu. That was fun. But um, besides that, it just I don't know. It's got magic, armies clashing, real armor. The sets look cool. I I just think it's gonna be a cool fantasy romp, and it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> just... Yeah. If. If people like it, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, that one is, like, just... It's nothing I'm, like, super pumped for, but it's one that I'm definitely like, oh, I hope that's good. Yeah. Because it looks like I could use a fantasy show. Haven't had fantasy in a while. What else came out? Trailer for Top Gun Maverick after... When was the first Top Gun? Like, 20, 30 years ago? 80... 80, either 85, 86, or 87. That was 80s? Oh, I thought it was, like, 90s. Oh, gosh, I'm... <laughs> So yeah, um, Tom Cruise is back flying planes. You saw that trailer? I didn't see that. No, trailer. you didn't see that trailer. I'll just it's him flying planes and talking to Ed Harris. Okay. John Hamm's in it. Oh, he's, yeah, he's it's good. Yeah, I like Ham. So it's the the trailer itself like didn't like show it didn't give me like a ton to feel for what the movie like storyline and all that was going to be. People, Ed Harris, just telling him like he's kind of a dinosaur, like he, like your your kind is going extinct. He's like, not today though, and that's it's like the cool part was there were some really nice shots where like Tom Cruise is like doing the real flying for a lot of it. They like got that the camera sense. in the front, like they've got him taking off of like an aircraft carrier, like camera mounted on like the front in the cockpit, and, like him like taking each like the bumps as he's lifting off, and it's yeah. the way that like everything pulls away. It looks cool. Um, besides that. And apparently they're working very close with like the navy too, like so it's like all the flying is supposed to be like real pilots doing it. That's like good. it's um besides that I'm I'm honestly not that big a fan of the original. Like I don't know if you were. This might shock you, I've never seen it. You've never okay, sorry, for Adam is the guy who's seen every movie. You've never seen Top Gun. No. That's crazy. So if someone tells me you're not super pumped about this. <laughs> I one... don't care one bit. <laughs> <laughs> I see I'm the guy that's seen it and I'm like if it like if people say it's good I'll go see it but the, the it was fun the first one but it's nothing that special it's just yeah that's really all I have to say about it I said we we're gonna go through these trailers quick besides the Marvel stuff so we're just gonna fly through 
what one of the most impressing technological Marvel kind of trailers I've seen is uh, cats. Cats. <laughs> Let's talk about cats. Um, I didn't write any like notes or talking points for this. I wrote just wow on my sheet because if you haven't seen it, just look at some still images. It looks. You know how like a lot of the time people complain about still images, and I say look at it in motion. It'll look better. This looks worse in motion. Yeah. <laughs> like when the cat's like spinning on one toe, and the whole body's like moving like this weird fur jelly of a CG body. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like what shocked you most about that trailer? Those that don't know, it's a Broadway thing that they wear silly cat costumes, and now they made them just like the grossest like human cat things I've ever seen. <laughs> like Ian McKellen looked okay because i feel like he was wearing clothes or he, he was padded he something and... going on but the but main cat the people is just who so smooth are, and the, weird yeah the people who are not wearing clothes are haunting <laughs> it's really weird to look at because why does why? like because you got like you know the main character you got your taylor swift in there why do the why do the cats have like like bumps for breasts and things but it's all like smooth and furry and weird i know it's because it's a human cat but it's like it's just weird and hard to look at it's really hard to look at. I think what they were trying to do was, like, in the Broadway thing, they're just kind of dressed up as cats. And, like, we don't want to do that because it's a movie. But we don't want to make them just cats, like Lion King or something. Because, like, the whole the, the play, they move around as humans, obviously, yeah. in silly cat suits. But it's just, they found that perfectly awful in-between yeah. <laughs> that I don't know what to do about. I really encourage people to check out, if you haven't seen the images, it's just madness. And there's so many people in this movie. There's so many. There's yeah. Idris Elba in this Jason movie. Derulo Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. How did that happen? He's never acted in anything before. And like, has Taylor Swift acted in I things don't before? Because so. she's in this. They got all the musical people. This is apparently the director who did Les Mis, mm -hmm. which I really like. And King's Speech. And the King's Speech. I liked that too. But just whoever like had the the pitch meeting for this of how they were gonna make it look just really sold people on it yeah and i feel like did not know how to deliver or this was his vision and he's like perfect <laughs> <laughs> like this is his fetish is look cats looking like this human it's yeah. just so weird because it's not even like it's not even like furry territory like it's like it's some again weird in between to please no one and for me i'm sensitive to the uncanny valley to me it's just like that perfect unnatural that makes me feel like gross yeah i don't like looking at it and like i haven't seen the musical or anything no. but from what i hear from people who have they're like uh, it doesn't need to be a movie it's not very good in the first place i've heard it's not that good yeah <laughs> but they just had to make it and yeah any other thoughts on that no okay good i don't want to even but i feel like it might get a lot of it might do well just because people are curious there there might be a curiosity aspect to it it's just, I, I don't want to talk about it because honestly just thinking of the images in my head right now is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I'm going to move on. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. You see this one? Yeah. Okay, great. I liked it. Yeah, I'll see it. It's it'll, like It'll it's, be Oscar bait. Yeah, it's Oscar bait. But it also seems like a good, every once in a while, I like to see a feel-good movie. Yeah. This seems like it's going to be that. It's a guy interviewing Mr. Rogers and... He's got, I'll say Tom Hanks has like all the mannerisms and motions really down. They feel super Mr. Rogers. 
it's a shame to me like the voice will never be mr rogers voice because he had a really unique kind of soft voice and tom hanks needs to be real careful because he could easily slip into forrest gump there's a chance right <laughs> like there's a chance but i liked what i saw in the trailer there's i don't have a ton to say about it it's just a cute kind of like tease at what it's gonna be i definitely don't need to see more than what i saw like it's yeah. like yeah i get it you're interviewing mr rogers and it's yeah that's it like i didn't i'm excited kind of yeah. to see it i'm glad it's not like his life story either yeah it's a moment like you'll be able to like act, ask questions about his life but like because i already saw a documentary yeah like i heard about his childhood and he was really sick and always inside and it was like i've heard about that stuff so i like that we're seeing a snippet of his life and his impact on the people around him yeah because that's what i find so interesting that like people still talk about him and he still like influenced a lot of people like the way just he wanted to like we should be able to show everyone like they deserve to be loved and it's like and he was also like did so many things like like interracial boundaries like he would yeah. sneak into his show and just like never and it never felt like an agenda it was just like they're a person and we should love them through like it's like that's it you know it's yeah. very simple and i look forward to seeing that because it's a good feel good thing good feel good thing what a sentence i'm such a wordsmith this is when does it come out um i wish you didn't ask that um <laughs> wonderful day in... okay great it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood um it's coming out november 22nd so it's a thanksgiving yeah i remember that in the trailer now it's a thanksgiving release kind of thing so Probably families will go see it. I believe that's the day JFK was assassinated. So. Ooh, Mazel tov. Um, We're going to move on to the the trailer for Jojo Rabbit. This is Taika, also, I call it the Taika Waititi's Hitler movie. Yep. Because that's what I want. Adam just saw the trailer. That came out like this morning we're recording this. Might have come out yesterday. I didn't pay too much attention. I just want to say I'm on board. For those that don't know, it seems to be a child maybe growing up in a hitler youth summer camp from what i've seen it's got lots of actors in it scott johansson sam rockwell and he's got an imaginary what this kid thinks hitler is is like his best friend to talk to when he's down <laughs> it's really weird looking yeah. and i'm i'm so on board you yeah i'm on board it's just it was just like a minute long maybe even not a minute of a trailer my thing is i just i wonder like are people are gonna there's gonna be some people that are gonna be like this is wrong I think like, there will always be people that do that. I think the fact that it's Taika Waititi will definitely lighten that. Oh, for sure. I think people get that he's like the weird guy, yeah. and it's definitely not like, oh, look, Nazis are good. It's clearly not. And he's from New Zealand, which is like the most neutral place. Yeah. Because it's like when, I don't know, like, there's certain peoples that like can use like stereotypes and things, and like, because, I don't know, there's like a video game I love, Punch-Out, that's just like every stereotype you fight one mm -hmm. after another boxing-wise, including Japanese stereotypes, because it's made by Nintendo in Japan. And it's just like, they're they're nice, they don't care. Like, it's just like, and this is, it's the same kind of thing. He's so neutral and nice of a guy. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, be Hitler. <laughs> like, Charlie Chaplin did it a long time ago, yeah. and people maybe weren't okay with it. It was but... before they figured out how bad Hitler was. Yeah. Though, and so... It's, it's really weird interesting. <laughs> it's a weird kind of thing to look back on but i don't know i'm i love taiko atiti yeah. so i'm excited and that's why i'm excited for things later on in this but last kind of just new trailer i want to talk about hbo watchman trailer gave me a better feel for what this show is going to be is this like a streaming show or a tv 
Well, it'll probably be on the HBO service. Okay. So I'm More assuming it'll be fuel both. for that. Okay, great. I thought this made it look a lot cooler to me than the initial like trailer. You just saw it just minutes saw ago. It. I showed it to you. Like your initial thoughts. I I like it. I I don't have a way to watch it, so I probably won't watch it. That's but... my prop. Well, there's my friend there are ways but um it's you okay. gotta be determined <laughs> yeah i don't know if i'll watch it because it is an hbo and i don't have hbo but just like purely i think it's a cool idea of like showing kind of this future that takes place after what people know i know some people are don't want it to exist but i think just purely conceptually it's cool they like those glimpses of like news footage of like dr manhattan on mars like yeah. you see his little glowing blue self and like him just constructing and deconstructing things We've got old Ozyman Dias played by Jeremy Irons. Oh, that's who that is? Yeah, he's supposed to be playing old Ozyman Dias. That's cool. And, like, that one guy, there's a guy in a chair, like, telling the cop, like, there's a vast conspiracy, like, you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, are we getting into the fact that, like, is the world finding out Ozyman, Ozyman Dias faked things? Rorschach was, did his word get out? Like, oh, his yeah. journal in the movie, I remember there was a journal he left. Yeah. I don't remember if that was in the comic or not, because I haven't read the comic. But, um. I have, and I don't remember. It's a cool thread because it seems like he's inspired this cult of Rorschachs yeah. that could they could be awful people. Like it seems like they're killing cops. Was the impression it's not ideal? Gave. Yeah. So, but I think that's a cool way to go with that character's legacy. Yeah. Because like it's an interesting topic to have, like what it means, like these heroes' legacies as they go on. We saw the Night Owl ship and maybe Night Owl yeah. for a second in the trailer. I didn't think he was there was going to be any relation to. It's, is it Archimedes? That's what the ship is called I or something. Know. I think he named it like Archimedes. It's an owl. Anyway, um. <laughs> It was like Merlin's Owl or something. And I no sorry, I'm, I'm going too far into it. But yeah, I like, it seems like they're bringing back like key characters and they're showing like who they've inspired. There's some guy with just like a weird latex chrome mask that reflects everything that looks kind of cool. It's like the same kind of simplicity that Rorschach was had. It, but Was that the guy at the beginning just watching yeah, TV? Yeah, watching, watching a TV show of like the hooded, like the, the guy in like the, the black colored Ku Klux like kind of yeah. thing who is just watching that on TV, essentially. And I like the idea of, like, the cops, because they are being hunted. Like, no, they're wearing masks. That is But cool. then it's, like, the whole thing of, like, nowadays, it's all about the accountability of cops. Like, you got to be able to say your name. They wear cameras, like, most of the time in most cities now. It's, like, you're supposed to be known you're a cop. And now it's, like, they're undercover. So it's, like, now can't they get away with more? It's, like, interesting ideas yeah. they're playing with. And I look forward to see what they're doing. When I read about it on Wikipedia, <laughs> or someone else makes a podcast talking about the show, but it won't be here, folks. <laughs> it won't be here, because we don't have HBO. All right, this is the meat of it. Time code I've put in, I'm sure. Welcome to the Marvel section that everyone cares about for Comic-Con, because they showed off Phase 4. They did the timeline. Adam, you said you wanted. <laughs> you wanted a timeline. I did the want screen. a timeline. Interesting to me, just off the gate, um, like, do you just have initial impressions first? I want to ask you overall. I mean, obviously disappointment because no Fantastic Four. Not not on the timeline, no. But they but, did um, say the word. Fantastic yeah, I'll Four. get to that at the end. We're gonna run through this in like order of the films yeah. and shows that are like in the order of coming out. I think it's interesting to say this only is the next two years, and they're calling it Phase Four, and it's like usually phases are, like four years. Yeah. And so it's interesting, they've got a lot packed in because they have Disney Plus now, because like half of these are Disney Plus shows. And because at first you look at the timeline, and you're like, oh, half of these are shows, so there's less movies. There's still like two movies a year, like normal. Mm -hmm. It's just that we've condensed Phase 4 somehow into a two-year period. 
which is crazy. Like, each show is like four movies. <laughs> I know. It's what a, it's a very different looking Marvel, but it's yeah. like I'm excited. So we'll go through Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. First one on the timeline. It's supposed to be after Civil War following her, like when she's kind of I guess like before she joined with Cap would be the idea because like she's an illegal like agent at this point and so and maybe there'll be some flashbacks to Budapest because I heard they kind of teased that in some footage I don't mind looking at it a little bit but I just didn't want the whole movie to be about Budapest which is what her like you know her and Hawk always talk about but I wouldn't mind if we do see like what maybe something terrible that happened that makes her like always so guilty the whole blood in the ledger thing she said in the avengers yeah. if we can see like some like awful decision she made or something that'd be cool it informs the character a lot mm-hmm. but i just as long as it's not the whole movie um david harbour that's what i'm most excited about probably. i don't know if you watched like the when they had the cast out on stage i watched that part yeah. okay because david harbour is so jazzed to be in this yeah his like they're just like are you excited to expand your fan base in the marvel universe and him just being who writes these questions <laughs> that is the dumbest question am i excited to expand my fan base in the marvel universe Hell yeah! <laughs> Just the way he's so excited. I'm down for whatever he's playing. He says his character has a bit of a grudge against Captain America because he had a Captain America shirt and he's yeah. like, I love him, but my character, interesting relationship, not a big fan. Yeah. We'll see. So I'm curious to see what he's playing. No one knows, but it'll be cool to see. So you think he has that beard in the movie? I'm going to say yes. Filming. I'm going to say yes, he has the beard in the movie. But there's no way to know these days because yeah. they filmed. But they're filming right now. I think they're yeah. They had to fly in because they've they've been filming for like a month or so. Yeah. So he's probably got the beard, unless it's a mocap thing or something. But that'd I'm be, feeling that'd like, be dumb. I'm feeling like unless it's Ben Grimm, the thing. But um, yeah. <laughs> that was that weird rumor that I'm pretty sure is not true at all. Just because not he said anymore. I'm excited to bring this thing to the Marvel universe. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> said the thing. He said it. He said the word. But um, <laughs> anyway. I'm more interested in this than I was just seeing, like, you know, the cast and some concept footage. I don't know if you heard about the villain, Taskmaster. I heard the name. I don't know anything about it. Okay, him. so one, he's a guy, normally his face is kind of a skull, um, but they've done, they've obviously always remodel it. He's got a cool shield. They released some concept artwork that I'm pretty down for. He's got a cool super villain costume, and, uh,. Yeah, he's a guy that he's essentially like the martial arts expert. He's known for training other supervillains. Like he often was like ran a school, which is cool. Like because she's an agent, she's probably gonna be working with other people. It's cool to have like a guy that basically trains other bad guys. Also, his whole thing is he has like a photographic like like analysis of like people's fighting styles, so he can like if he watches you fight, he can he knows all your moves. That's cool. So you've got like be unpredictable. There was a cool like. The show that's kind of mixed, like, Ultimate Spider-Man did him, like, once. that um Because they had, like, it was him, Iron Fist, like, uh, Luke Cage, and, like, some other characters, like, in high school. And, like, the Taskmaster had infiltrated their school trying to find out who Spider-Man was. Like, someone hired him. And he would, like, they were each fighting him, taking turns. And he'd just, like, memorize their fighting style and, like, throw it right back at them. And it was, oh. it's a cool thing. Because also he was analyzing, like... He was their gym coach. <laughs> Again, this is a very silly, it was a cartoon, but like the idea is he was having people run obstacles, like analyzing who could be Spider-Man based on the movements. That's but cool. Peter Parker just like failed it on purpose, you know? So he's like, cause at first he's like perfect, like build, perfect height, like everything matches perfectly. Like if you just fix the slouch, but then like he was just a mess on the course. <laughs> it was like, hmm, okay, it might be the Iron Fist kid. Essentially <laughs> like this young Danny Rand, cause he's really good at all the yeah. jumping and everything. 
I just think it's a cool idea. It's uh, the costume looks nice on the concept art. We'll see if they do it. Yeah. Moving on, fall 2020, Disney Plus, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They had Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie on stage. Anthony Mackie had the shield in his hand. He let he like passed on like, hey, see how it feels, you know, it's a Winter Soldier. So he held it too. And so I think I think that's a little just hinting that like. Yeah, like, they gave Falcon, like, you know, the shield, but they're both working together to keep the legacy of Captain America yeah, alive. That's what I'm excited for. I want to see these two trying to live up to it. Yeah, I'm pretty jazzed for this one. Yeah. Did you hear any more about it from Comic-Con? Or... I heard about uh, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo appeared on screen to interrupt them, and he, he had the costume on, apparently. Oh, he did? Like, he apparently, like, he had, like, the, the, like, the fur kind of, like, around it, and then he pulled, like, a mask down. Like, I think it's kind of, like, a reinvented of... Because originally it's kind of a blanket. I don't mind if they do the blanket, but I think they're doing more of a like a tactical kind of mask. But yeah. it has the design. Like people were apparently really excited because that's a character I wanted to see come back because he was a real like proto version yeah. of Zemo, and now it's like oh he's gonna like because some people they had concept art before of like the tactical version of the suit they didn't use for Civil War, and some people are like oh why didn't they use it? I always thought like. His his character wasn't like a super villain yet. Like it wouldn't have made sense to me that like this guy really felt like building his own costume. Yeah. But now it seems like he's like going against the memory of Captain America. They've got to defend it. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> I'm down for that. Besides that, it's just like yeah, I love those two. I'm excited to see that show next fall. Yeah. <sighs> so much time to wait. Eternals or the Eternal. I think it just said Eternals. That's what I wrote down. November sixth, twenty twenty. That's the November movie. Um, did you see anything for this? Uh, the cast. Yeah. That's about it. The main thing was like a, a very large cast, a very diverse, and not just like racially, but like also just like different types of actors, like age-wise. Yeah. You had everyone from Kamal Nanjiani, some, I forget his name, but Madden was his last name. He was in Game oh, of Thrones, Richard apparently. Madden. Yeah, it's like Angelina Jolie and lots of others. I don't want to <laughs> just list them all, but it's a lot of people from very different walks of filmmaking. Yeah, some surprises for sure. Yeah. Kamel Nanjiani, I don't know if you saw him when he was on stage. He's been working out with Dave Batista. He oh, is really? he looks good. Like he is real fit. His pecs were like coming through his like polo shirt. It was nice. And I don't know, he was just funny on stage. He's like, I'm so impressed, you know, you're all here. I've been to Comic Con before. I've never been able to get into Hall H once. I don't know how you guys did it, but I clearly took a different route because here I am. <laughs> but um, I'm just, it's cool. Like, they seem like they're going to be doing a real, like, otherworldly. Like, I think they're sent to Earth to protect, but they're all aliens, but they look, you know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. But I like the idea of, like, showing me, like, a, a huge team that all kind of, it's like there's different dynamics to all of them. Maybe they get along, maybe they don't. My first thought was, this is what like was pitched to me the idea of what Inhumans could have been before that didn't happen and then happened on like TV. Remember they made an Inhuman oh. show? I watched like clips of it and it looked awful, like god awful. Is, is that a Marvel property? <laughs> yeah, uh, Inhumans. It was because originally a long time ago that was supposed to come out this summer in movie form, mm. and then that didn't happen. Yeah. Because like it was, it's like you know they're kind of half aliens. They're on the moon. There's power struggle dynamics, and it seems like a better version of that. Hopefully, because yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, and I'm excited to see more space stuff. Yeah, I'm a little. They're like Kevin Feige's like this is full Jack Kirby, and that gets a lot of people excited. For me, sometimes full Jack Kirby is a little much. Like when it gets really cosmic, but I think you said this before. I think we talked about it last podcast that. 
if they keep it, you know, if they find a way to ground it in good characters, like, I'm there. Yeah. Because Guardians of the Galaxy was very cosmic. They, like, hinted and showed, like, a lot of stuff, and I liked it, so. Yeah. I, I'll look forward to seeing what they do with that one. They've never fully disappointed me. Yeah. So, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, February 21st, 2021. That's an early... They're going for that February slot in 2021. Interesting. It's a Black Panther slot. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Are they doing... Are they doing, like... Th yeah, they're doing three movies that year. Yeah, see, there's no shortage of movies, people. <laughs> if you were worried, they got three movies in 2021. So Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. What did you hear about this, Adam? Very little, actually. Really? I don't know anything about it. So, okay then. I'm excited because some stuff is kind of cool. Um... For one, they brought, like, a young, like, kind of, uh, he lives in Canada, like, a Chinese dude who, like, they just cast as Shang-Chi. Mm. He came out, he's like, I got a little bone to pick with Kevin Feige, because I feel like I'm part of a social experiment. Because, uh, I just got, I did my screen test, like, Tuesday. <laughs> like, I just got cast, and then they're like, go to Comic-Con. So I, um just this is amazing and the director too seemed like just a really cool guy he's like yeah this is terrifying to be up on stage with so many people counting on you but i'm really excited to do it <laughs> like you know like awesome like that's cool um the thing that's like some people like it's a i like seeing a martial arts kind of like i want to see that like it's a world of superheroes so you've got to be like the best martial artist the world has mm -hmm. ever seen to stand a chance and i'd like to see them pull that off also because some people most people probably don't know this character but so then for the nerd community to bring them in it's legend of the ten rings which it's got the logo of the ten rings group that originally kidnapped iron man was um they fake were doing the mandarin was part of the ten rings and iron man oh. three the ten rings um there were people like ant-man fought who had the ten rings tattoo when they were like selling like uh you know, Darren Cross was, like, selling to Hydra to some, like, terrorist to... And the Ten Rings were one of the ones he okay. was selling to an Ant-Man. And so they said... And Kevin Feige said, Ten Rings usually represents the Mandarin. The Mandarin's gonna be in this movie. And they showed, like, they cast, like, a pretty... Like, some seasoned Chinese actor. Like, I don't know. But, like, they ca they're they going, like, doing a full Mandarin. That's cool. And so that's what's gonna get people into this movie. Like, they're doing it. Also, it's funny, because, like, we've been seeding this since Iron Man 1. It's like, well, we know you haven't, but I you've adapted it since yeah. Iron Man 1. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man 1 was like, wouldn't it be cool if we had Mandarin at some point? Yeah. And clearly the Iron Man 3 director is like, I didn't realize people cared about the Mandarin and would be mad when I faked him out. Yeah. <laughs> like, so clearly this wasn't the original goal. But then they did that kind of retcon short film with Ben Kingsley. I don't know if you heard about where it was like someone interviewing him in jail. Like his Mandarin, his fake Mandarin actor. And it was essentially someone from the Ten Rings like threatening him mad that they like took the persona for their own like fake oh, terroristic gotcha. like kind of things. And so... Like, they've been going on the assumption from that short film that there is a Mandarin out there, but we still assume they'd never do it. But they're like, no, we're going, like, we're doing the Mandarin. Okay. And they've cast him, and that's what will get people to see this movie. Also, they said Aquafina's going to be in it. Just yeah. kind of put that out there. She's got a movie out right now. She's in a lot of things these days, it seems. Like, I, I didn't know who she was three years ago, I'll be completely honest. I didn't know who she was till Crazy Rich Asians. I knew, I, I knew of her before that, I think, but all of a sudden, she's in a lot of things sure yeah go for it yeah. you know it's i don't know the movie i'll just say like because it always shang chi they said it's coming as soon as they said shang chi and the ten rings and kevin feige is immediately like just so you see that we're doing mandarin i'm like okay now i'm much more interested than <laughs> i was before and that's how that's the feel of the room i got when i watched that clip so yeah i'm excited for that now i guess yeah who would have thought 
Moving to spring 2020, what do you know about WandaVision? I know it's got Wanda and it's got Vision. Okay, so this this was the one I was most confused about what it was supposed to be. They've really gotten... They talked about how weird it was, and they mean, like, really weird and surreal. Because it's... Cause, well, for those that don't know, Vision's dead. So I don't... And Wanda the Scarlet Witch has, like, a lot of... She has, like, things in the comics where I feel like she's gone crazy and altered reality Wait, and stuff. Wait, I have a question. Yes. Did she come back to fight in Endgame? Was yeah. she there? Okay, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that. she's the one that made Thanos oh, cry uncle. Yeah. Like, she had a big moment. I remember that. Which, people are always like, man, Captain Marvel's too powerful. I'm like, have people forgotten? Like, from the inception, like, Scarlet Witch is insanely yeah. powerful. It's just that she couldn't, like, control it. But when she was mad at Thanos, she, yeah, was, I remember that. she was giving it to him. Anyway, um... So I think it might actually be like going inside her mind almost for like some crazy mind stuff. I want them to like explore. Apparently at some point in an interview, I haven't like super confirmed this. She was told, uh, Olsen was told, she was shown a photo of like their characters like in the 50s, like in like a 50s setting. And I wonder if like they're going like really trippy like mind like inside her head, like almost like a coma, like she's going crazy kind of thing. That'd be cool. Um, because I've watched a couple episodes more recently of the show Legion. I have as well. Um, I've only watched three episodes so far. Well, I've watched four, so... I've been yeah. out of town. Really Calm down, Adam. <laughs> but, um, because they've been, like, going inside his memory and stuff and, like, getting yeah. really weird. And I'm like, I want Marvel to try doing something along those lines of, like, get weird and surreal psychological with it. Because yeah. that's what I'm just hoping for now. Because, yeah, they just said it's going to be weird and trippy. And also, then they brought out, um... Ah, can I say this right... Tayona Paris from Beale Street. Um, I believe she's the main person from Beale Street. You know the that movie? Woman. Yeah, the woman. Um, she's gonna be in it, playing I don't they brought her out on stage and I'm I keep checking this, but that's what it said. The grown up version of Monica Rambeau, who's the little girl from Captain Marvel, who if you who in the comics becomes Captain Marvel for a while, but also goes by a different names like Photon, Pulsar, Spectrum, she's gonna be in it. Why? I don't know. How? I don't know. Is there time travel? Is it like a mind version? I don't understand. I mean, she'd be grown up by now, right? I guess she would, but I like, why is she in? Because I don't know if like, just there's different parts that take place like in the mind, some not. I don't know what her powers would have to do with what it seems like this show is, but hey, we got a grown up like n another Captain Marvel-ish person out there. I don't know how she's gonna play in, but cool. I just trust. Throw him. it in there, like just throw it in there. Yeah. This has become actually one of my more like expected shows because I just want to see how weird they get with it. And also, I don't know if you heard that it will directly lead into the next film on our slate. I did hear that. So um, because also just that's in general like you know Netflix like yeah sure make shows that you say are in our universe. This like these shows are like this is. The, a Marvel movie in show form. Yeah. Like, this is part of the phase. And so, the next film for May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange in The Multiverse of Madness. Can I just, just pause for a sec and say I love this old radio show title for this film. Like, yeah. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Like, it's the in the, because everyone keeps saying and the. But it's in the multiverse of yeah. madness. It's ridiculous, and I love that title. Um, I've always wanted a Doctor Strange sequel to get, and especially to get weird. Yeah. What have you heard about this so far? 
I just oh I heard it was gonna be like a, a horror movie. The Scott Derrickson, I believe the director's yeah. name. He said he wanted this to be scary. That's what I want. And he said because he wants to do nightmare in some way in this, which is the one I've talked about. I think I talked about it even last week, like the character that the nightmare realm. But it seems like they're gonna go like through the multiverse. There's a lot of scary things in the multiverse you can do. You can have segments that are frightening, segments that are weird and silly. Like you can do whatever. It will feature Scarlet Witch in this show. Oh. I mean, from the show, like it, they're gonna have her be. Like, they brought her on stage, like with Benedict. So it's like she's gonna have a decent like role in it. Cool. I wonder, like, what maybe the show is Doctor Strange is helping her do some kind of weird, weird mind therapy, this like 20, magically. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Still, this is May. This so is the far. summer movie. <laughs> it's only two years. We used to look at these and be like, oh man, five years away, we'll get that Spider Man movie yeah. or something, but. Um, so that's just weird to me that they're in a great way. I hope it is scary. I hope it's freaky. They say um, Benedict Cumberbatch said he wanted this to be because his character was real in control in Infinity War, you know. And they wanted now that he's being thrown back into the multiverse, they really wanted him to be out of his elements and kind of. I think he said like we just kind of want to destroy him. And I'm like, yeah, that's what that. I want to. Like I want them to mess with his head. And it's cool, you know, Scarlet Witch is magical too, so I want to see you just get more into magic, like yeah. go deep. Like it was a cool introduction in the first one, but now I want you to just dive into the multiverse. I want to be confused. Leave it I want to be very confused the entire <laughs> process. All right, spring 2021. So I guess this is kind of during or before that. I don't. It showed after it in the timeline, but that's kind of the same time because May is in the spring technically. Loki, the show. Yeah. I like Tom Hiddleston. This is the one that like is least like whoa to me because it's the most known quant. Like I know Loki very well. I've seen a lot of him. This is going to be the Loki who grabbed the Tesseract in Endgame, the alternate timeline yeah. Loki. That's good. I don't want the one that died died well. Leave that be. Like I it, let's follow this other Loki's like timeline journey or whatever. Because also then you can do fun stuff that like doesn't have to have ramifications yeah. in the universe. So, like, you can do a lot of fun with that. I don't know if... I really don't have a lot more to say about the Loki show. Yeah, and it's cool because, like, he developed a lot between Avengers and mm -hmm. Infinity War, so now you kind of, like, are kind of back yeah. to bad Loki a little bit. Cause, yeah, because he's not, like, exactly evil, but he's very self-serving. Yeah. So it's, like... Because he was, like, kind of being threatened by Thanos and all that to do the taking yeah. over of Earth. But still, like, he was... He's not a good guy. He, yeah. he, he killed a lot of people yeah. in <laughs> Avengers. Some people, I, I've heard them kind of try to say that it was like, because he had the Mind Stone, the staff, and it was kind of influencing him too. Like, we kind of saw it influenced him one time during the movie. But also, like, he was always very willing to kill people. So, like, it's it's a very in-between Loki who's he's going to be doing things, creating mischief. Got a, got a mischief. Do you think uh, Thor will be in it? I wouldn't mind seeing a Thor. It just... It depends on what the storyline is because like you could work that in but if they want to go like there's ways it could be hard to shoehorn him in kind of a thing but because it'd be I don't know. 20 it'd have to be like 2012 or yeah yeah so I don't know what they want to do with that it's hard to say because I trust him I trust him yeah there's a whole weird timeline out there who knows what's going on with Thor in that timeline yeah. <laughs> there's just there's that one timeline that like that might be screwed up for good. <laughs> that might be ruined that timeline. Not like in a, this we broke the stones and the rally's gonna fall apart, but just like, that's weird. Like something's off. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
we don't we don't know what Captain America did. Maybe he goes back and he's like, Loki, give me that give me that tesseract back. I need to I need to make sure things are normal in that timeline. Who knows what that will do. Moving on, they talked about uh, summer twenty twenty one, the what if animated series. Yeah. We talked about this a while ago. I don't have anything new to say. It's it's like kind of like Twilight Zone will be narrated by a guy like voicing the Watcher, who's like the guy who like observes everything. Interesting character. We saw Watchers in a. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy 2 with the big heads. With Stanley. Yeah, with yeah. Stanley. They just kind of observe and sometimes inform the universe. I still think it's a cool idea. It was the most known thing to me, probably. Like, because I had, like, we had done, like, a whole episode where we talked about, like, what would, what if story would you like to see? Yeah. So, yeah, that's happening like we thought. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Fall 2021, we got another show. Gosh, there's so many things. Hawkeye. A show for Hawkeye. I like Jeremy Renner, so that's nice. Do you know anything about this one? Like what the idea is of the show? Is is he Ronan in this one? So this is... It's after Endgame, and he's teaching someone... Kate Bishop, I believe, is the person who becomes Hawkeye after him. Okay. Teaching her to become the next Hawkeye to someone who survives in this world of superheroes mm-hmm. with a bow and arrow. And um, I like the idea of him being a mentor. Yeah, that's cool. Also, they say they will cover more of, like, his Ronin time okay. and what that did to him. Because I think, like, because we can, like, see snippets, but also I want to see the psychological. Because he was an assassin for years. And, like, you know, he might feel like, I, I, I can't be Hawkeye again. So if he wants to train someone. As Jeremy Renner said, he's like, I'm training the next Hawkeye, the better Hawkeye. Like, he wants, which I kind of, wants to be, he's trying to make someone better than him. You know, someone who won't didn't fall like he did yeah. or whatever you know it's I, I just i'm curious to see what they do with that i'm sure it'll be entertaining because i find jeremy renner very entertaining yeah and yeah that's that's pretty quick on that one don't have a lot to say um last but not least november 21st thor love and thunder let me just say title again amazing title amazing logo i like the logo the logo is beautiful um i love we talked about this. It was kind of already confirmed. Taiko Waititi coming back. Uh, I'm sh- assuming you heard about the big thing about this one. Yeah, I was most surprised by this. This was a surprise. A surprise I don't know exactly how to feel about yet. Because um, Taika was reading what I've heard is a great comic run called Mighty Thor, which is the female Thor. She's mm-hmm. called Mighty Thor. And he wants to adapt that in some way. So Natalie Portman out on stage, hands her the hammer. I don't know if that was just symbolic because the hammer is destroyed. Things can be reforged. Who knows where the hammer is? Um, yeah. Okay. Sure. Like, what do you think about that? Just that they're doing that storyline. I'm just most surprised that Natalie Portman decided to come back. I thought she was done. Like yeah. she hated it. <laughs> like I trust. Like if the comic book run is good, then I'm sure they can make an adaption that's good i've heard the story is very good like it's she has she's dying of cancer and while thor is away she like takes up the mantle she's given the opportunity essentially even though it will like kind of guarantee and accelerate her death to like be a hero as long as she can and that's kind of what makes her worthy is to she's willing to self-sacrifice i think like kind of yeah it's interesting Uh, again the universe is so different where they're at right now so yeah but i i feel like the cancer part is a big part of it so i feel like they might work that in just because that's also like that's a cool sounding story of like someone doing that kind of and it'd be a much better like if she died in this one it'd be a much better send-off to natalie portman true because her character just like stagnated real fast yeah. in that universe like i thought she was fine the first one but she got kind of annoying in the dark world 
they really made it like because she had the goo in her so it was just like her being yeah. kind of dying the whole time but now she'll be dying for better story reasons yeah. <laughs> if they go that way i'm yeah i hope it's good i mean it's i'm sure some people like a lot of people didn't like natalie portman as jane i, mean, I didn't love her yeah but again i trust taika watiti i know i'm a broken record with this kind of stuff yeah. but when there is a director you trust it's like yeah i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt until i see more because you can take characters i didn't like and make them good that's happened a lot in the marvel yeah. universe there's been a lot of characters i didn't care for that have become favorites so you would thor was not very interesting i wasn't big on thor in like age of ultron like that era yeah because like they just kind of made him go to like the magical swimming pool where he just kind of had visions of stones and stuff yeah and it was just like <sighs> like I don't, what's what's the character doing like what is he and oh tessa thompson of course coming back as valkyrie again that's exciting korg will definitely be back yeah. there's no way he won't um valkyrie is like king of asgard as she said like valkyrie is king probably looking for her queen so they're probably gonna because she was supposed to be buying the last one but the scene didn't make the cut and so they're probably gonna do that more like that's fine it seems to fit the character yeah. pretty well and uh maybe they're implying like her and natalie portman hmm, maybe i don't know that'd be weird for thor make thor, feel. <laughs> thor would be like huh okay yeah i guess you both <laughs> But also, I feel like that would almost fit with the kind of Thor we're dealing with right now, where he's trying to just be his own person and be happy with who he is, yeah. kind of a thing. So we'll see what's happening with all that. But that's the one that's been like a really big story lately. That some good and bad, like some people, some people don't like it just because. But whatever. I, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna pretend I know anything. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see if they do. That's a good way to live life. I'm not gonna pretend I know things. Like it's whatever. Um, and then at the end, you know, Kevin Feige, he's like, hey, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that we're making Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with James Gunn, Black Panther 2 is happening, Captain Marvel 2, didn't even get a chance to talk about the Fantastic Four, or didn't even get the topic of mutants on the table, and it's like, so he's just teasing us. He did at the end, though, say, so we'll see you all at D23, which is the Disney convention. Ooh, when's that? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. But the whole, like, um disney convention is like it's just you know disney marvel is essentially it's their second comic-con they get yeah. to do and so maybe they'll show off more for those kind of things there because they only have so long on a panel and they did cover a lot of stuff um d23 dates when is d23 show me the numbers august 23rd that's not far <gasps> oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> okay well great um <laughs> anyway and then i'm sure you saw this headline adam He's like, last thing, uh, I'd just like to welcome out on stage, you know, two-time Oscar-winning actor Mahershala Ali. What? <laughs> he walks out. What Am I doing a cottonmouth movie? <laughs> what hat you got? What hat you got there, man? And he puts on a blade hat. Yeah. They're doing. And let me just say, I think that's a perfect pick. It really is. Mahershala Ali, because put the sunglasses on him, being like badass with swords, stars, maybe throwing like holy water at vampires. I'm down. Like, I'm not, like, I've seen parts of the other Blade I movies. I have not seen the Blade movies. We should just watch them yeah. sometime. Like, when Blade's going to come out, we'll just marathon all three. Even, cause, like, there's not, three? Yeah, there's three. Maybe oh. not all three. But um, <laughs> I've heard the third one's not good. And the first one's okay. <laughs> but um, the second one's the one people like the most. Guillermo del Toro did the second okay. one. But, um, 
because he got like really you know he got through a lot of practical yeah. grossness and he likes that <laughs> but um yeah Mahershala Ali is gonna be Blade this is apparently like a phase five more of which again is yeah. just like really two years plus away we don't know um that's so crazy to me that that's happening he's such a good pick he seemed like he's so cool Mahershala he's, Ali he's a cool person like what did he, I don't know if you watched the video of him I like did. coming on stage like cause he's like what hat cause they all had black widow hats is the thing oh yeah and so they're like hey but you've got a, a different hat there Mahershala you wanna show it he's like he's holding it towards him kinda like opening it slowly like nice just kind of puts his hands together. It's kind of like, mm, got his lips pursed a little. Like, yeah, I'm happy about this too. <laughs> and then like the logo comes up on screen and everyone loses their minds. It was really fun to watch people get excited. The thing that I just read about this was, um, apparently Mahershala came to them saying, I want to do Blade. <laughs> really? Yes. So, and this is a quote from like someone interviewed Kevin Feige about it. This is Kevin Feige's quote. We have for years wanted to find a new way into Blade. We love that character, we love that world, and now with Doctor Strange, supernatural elements coming into the MCU, it felt like we could definitely start exploring that. Mahershala wanted to come in and meet with us, and when Mahershala wants to meet, you take the meeting. <laughs> and I think he he had just come off his you know second Academy Award. We were talking very polite. He started talking about what a big fan he is, and then he just cut right to it and was like, Blade, and we were like, yes. <laughs> So that's crazy to me that he was like, I want to be Blade. Dude, like, can we come to Marvel and be like, we want to direct this movie? <laughs> can we just, is that how, maybe you have to win two Oscars first and then you can just say, I want to be in this. Yeah. That's how I want to be with like any script I write. I just want to be like, hey, I want to make this. <laughs> and I want them to be, yes. I just, we need to become famous first. But um, that's that makes me even more excited that like, he's the one who's like i want to be blade like because now i'm so on board do you think it's gonna be pg-13 or r because the old ones were r but That's also a good question you can when you know what you're doing with r with pg-13 you can still like do things that are like what you want you yeah want, you can slash straight through things if you know how to film it or even like it's weird about how like rating boards are for like if it's like a monster versus a person like you're like oh it's a vampire we can cut their heads off it's pg-13 like it's yeah. there's ways you can get around it i don't think it would hinder it much if it was pg-13 i think they could do it well but also i think they're at a point where they trust themselves if they think they can do it well in pg-13 they'll do it well in pg-13 if they think this has to be our i think they might do it our like it's because they talked about disney talked about with like deadpool like Deadpool, if they make more, it'll be R, but they'll just like brand it very carefully so people know so they don't think like, oh, Disney Marvel movie, I yeah. can bring my kids. And so I think if they have that mentality, they can do that. But we'll see what they do. We will see. And that is all the exciting madness from the Comic Con 2019. Oh, uh, the other thing about the Marshall oh, yeah. is you got just more? like. It seems like they're really distancing themselves from oh, the Netflix yeah. stuff Oh, yeah. Netflix does not mean a thing to them. Yeah. Like, that's another timeline or something. That's another reality. Yeah, Blur Blade like, is caught It's a reality. Where, well, because you remember, the only thing they really ever mention is the, uh, well, they've mentioned the raft, which is a super prison. But really, the thing that was always mentioned in the first seasons of every show was the attack on New York. Yeah. So you can just have that be like, yeah, Avengers happened, the first one. And it's the one where Loki disappeared. And then, like, timeline's different now. Like, it's just don't worry about connections. Cottonmouth, Blade, don't worry about it. <laughs> they're twins. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're twins. Yeah, I mean, I'm also excited just because, like, yeah, Cottonmouth was, like, the best part of Luke Cage. So, 
I don't care. Bring Mahershala back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. That's all of it. I think that's all of the thoughts I could possibly fit into this podcast. I'm, I was pretty like curious going into this one, what Marvel would have to offer, and I'm excited. Yeah. And again, it's still a lot of movies. When I thought the movies would kind of slow down, they've got a lot, and we've got a jam-packed like a phase four. And they also said phase five, like they said they were like, do we show phase four and five at Comic-Con? Because they said they've already planned out phase five. I mean, that's what D23 is for. So. Yep. So, hey, now we can get phase five. And pro- maybe we'll get like some just more about some of these projects. But I imagine yeah. we'll have to tease a few new things. We'll have to bring for someone new out, you know. Bring and John Krasinski. Bring John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic or something else. Who knows? I was watching oh, yeah. a movie with matthew fox do you know who that is probably but i'll google it while you talk about it he was in lost and that's the big thing he was in okay but i think he would make a really solid mr fantastic i know this guy yeah he's the lost guy (laughs) he's like the lost guy i think of oh yeah he'd be a great mr fantastic yeah all right then marvel call us like we've got ideas (laughs) either john krasinski or we have two uh, solid picks for you to choose from and i just like there's precedent for the fan pick being the one they pick because that's yeah. what patrick stewart was back in the day when like oh yeah because in kevin feige i believe was like a, a consultant on those movies back before the mcu like because they were like yo patrick stewart ian mckellen they're perfect for each like they're perfect for each other as those <laughs> two characters they're perfect as the characters do it and, and then they did casting and they're like yeah they're perfect what do you know it could happen we'll see anyway that is all in this wonderful podcast Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, now I'm just excited for D23. I, yeah, I didn't realize I didn't it was know. that close. <laughs> That's only a month away. Well, yes, everyone, have a wonderful week and thank you for listening. Bye bye. Bye.